Join me on my journey as I explore wealth in all areas of life. I'm your host, Mindy Kinnis, and this is The Lucrative Society. In preparation for next week's Lucrative Speaker program that is coming out once again, this episode is a recast of a webinar that Sean recorded a number of years ago. And then as it turned out, it happened to be his last podcast episode as well. His podcast was The Sean Stevenson Show. And this particular episode was aired in June of 2019. He passed away two months after that. And really what was going on in those two months after this show aired was one, we were running our event 10K Speeches. And two, we were really focused on this show, The Lucrative Society. So if you go back to season one, you'll hear Sean on those episodes. So what I wanted to do in preparation for Lucrative Speaker is to replay Sean's six steps to becoming a six-figure speaker. Now, you'll hear him refer to the live event, 10K Speeches, that was recorded, so it is now part of our online training that we offer here at Lucra, and he'll also refer to 10kspeeches.com. You can definitely go to that link. It's exactly the same as lucrativespeaker.com, so either of those links go to exactly the same place. If you are interested in becoming a lucrative speaker, I hope you'll check it out. Jump on the waiting list, and the program opens next week, July 12th. That is a particularly special day in our household. I will tell you why that is next week, but it's such a special day that Sean actually had that date tattooed onto his chest for those of you that used to watch his videos in the bathtub and <laughs> wherever else he was without a shirt on, which was most of the time, you may have seen that tattoo, 71217. That was July 12th. 2017. So I'll tell you more about what that's all about next week. That is when Lucrative Speaker opens, the doors open, and the class itself actually starts July 18th. That is the following Sunday. So I have pulled together some amazing coaches for you. I have some special bonuses for you. All kinds of awesome things are coming up. And I will just end my section of this by saying that I am so grateful that we recorded all of this stuff so that even though Sean is no longer with us in the flesh, all of his training, all of his mentoring is captured on video and that is what is available. So enjoy learning from Sean over the next hour. I'm going to be sharing with you what it's going to take for you to become a six-figure speaker and I can tell you that it is very rare, they do exist, that somebody makes seven figures a year in the speaking industry. Uh, I certainly have combined at certain uh, multiple streams of income, uh, but as far as actual speaking fees alone, uh, six figures is where I feel like somebody is a pro at speaking. And I have, I just mapped everything out and I've been looking, we've done well over uh, a decade as a six figure speaker. And then now it's really starting to take off for me. But I can tell you that my journey is not as sexy as I wish it was. 
you know, in the speaking industry, in the entrepreneurial world, in the internet marketing and coaching world, numbers are constantly thrown out and uh, people talk about gross and net and profit. And at the end of the day, what I'm going to be sharing with you today is just gross revenue. And I can tell you that I've been at this game for 25 years, the game of speaking, that is. I started in 1994. Uh, my first speaking opportunity was a free speech. And then a few years later, after giving a couple more free speeches in 1996, I got my first paid speaking gig for $75. Now, I can tell you, I was in high school. And $75 in high school made me feel like I was the richest man alive. And I watched my friends. They were cutting grass. They had paper routes. They were babysitting. They did all this. And I was getting $75 an hour as a speaker. Now, those numbers are sexy if you're just looking per hour. But there were many months where I might only have one speech. So $75 a month is not as sexy. But I can tell you that I became a speaker truthfully for the money. In the beginning, I just wanted a side job. And it's very funny that here we are 25 years later, and I'm still doing my first job. It would be weird for most people to say that they're still doing their first job. Uh, unless you went and built out a... Uh, a entire paper route company where you had a bunch of paper boys and girls out there working for you, you probably still aren't getting on your bicycle and riding up and down the neighborhoods throwing papers at the age of 30, 40, 50, 60. And yet, that's what I've been doing. I have been continuing on the trajectory from my very first job. And I believe that's because of a couple reasons. So I'm going to educate you a little bit on the speaking industry and tell you that speaking is addictive in all the right and good, healthy ways. It is very habit-forming to be able to come onto a stage, present, and do a wonderful job, get a standing ovation if you do it right, and then get handed a check for a sizable amount of money. Now, on top of that, these speeches that you're going to be going to will then most likely be in beautiful parts of the world. And your clients will be flying you to these locations to get up on that stage, share your message, get that standing ovation, get that large check. And when that check is handed to you, put in your pocket, then you go to lunch at the nicest uh, restaurant inside the hotel and you're meeting with the top people that brought you in. And then... You decide you want to take a little rest and relaxation, so you go out to the pool at the nicest resorts in all the different parts of the world, and you're just sitting on a pool chair reading a book, and it was a hard day's work of one hour of speaking, and somebody is flying you to these beautiful locations, and there's a big check in your pocket, and then you get to fly home and read some of your favorite books on the way home, Call up some of your friends. This is your life as a six and seven figure speaker. And I wouldn't trade what I do. And I can tell you also, though, 
that there's certain things that you have to prepare yourself for to become a six-figure speaker. And I don't want to create any pie-in-the-sky false uh, visions of what it's going to be like in the beginning. I strongly recommend that if you really want to become a six-figure speaker and do this as a big part of the time for your career, you're going to want to make sure you have some money saved up or a side job. I really don't like the idea of people busting out into the world and say, I'm going to be a huge six-figure speaker in my first year of coming out and not have any reserves. I think it's very important that you have a nest egg and or a job and or somebody that is able to provide for you while you're building this. Because if you don't have those three things, it can get ugly and get ugly quick. Because in the game of speaking, you're always dealing with months between the time you're asked to speak and the time you get to speak. Sometimes even years. I've been asked to speak at conferences two and a half years in advance. Let me tell you, that level of preparation and that level of patience, not everybody can live with if they are needing to provide for their family. So I just want to start by saying, if you're going to go into the career of speaking, know that there is going to be some lag time. Know that there are certain things that you're going to need to do that I'm going to share with you today that you're going to want to make sure that you either have that person that is taking care of you financially and says, hey, I believe in your dream. I'm going to give you this amount of time for you to go try this out. Or that you have a nest egg. You've been stockpiling some money and you're like, I'm just going to go out there. I'll live on this little nest egg as I grow this. I really strongly recommend that you take that seriously. And when I look back on my career from 1994 to 1997, I was a young kid and my speaking fees were everything from zero, completely free, to $75 a speech. And at the most that I would make in a year would be three to $500. But that was spending money. That was the money I used to buy video games and candy and ice cream with my friends. It didn't need to be much. So then from 1997 to 2001, that's when I was in college. And in that period of time, I started to raise my fees. I started getting a mentor and the mentor was saying, Sean, you got to start charging more than $75. You got to be charging $500. And I still can feel it today the jump between $75 and $500 seemed like a world apart. And it was so scary the first time I asked a school to uh, pay me $500 for one talk. And I want to make it clear to you that no matter when you are starting off your speaking career, it's going to feel scary potentially to ask for your first speaker fee. And I want you to know that that's normal, that that level of fear is healthy and and it, it happens to all of us. And as you raise your fee, you're going to have a bit of that that fear return. So don't think that once you start making money, then you'll no longer be afraid to ask for it or you'll no longer be afraid to raise it 
and ask for more. That feeling I found never really fully goes away. But if you have the right mentor in your corner working with you, they can hold your hand as you start going up from zero, so your free level, to your first paid talk, to then increasing it to the point where you're making good enough money that you can tell that person that has been providing for you, hey, I got this now, or you're able to leave your part-time job or even leave your full-time job, whatever you're doing. When you get to that point where that mentor has been holding your hand and you see in your, uh, your financials that, wow, this is actually a budding six-figure career. This is making it. That's going to be an awesome day. But I digress, and I get ahead of myself here. It's from 97 to 2001. My speaker fees, they hovered between $500 and $1,500 a speech. And while I was in college, I think the most I ever made a year was about twelve dollars to $15,000 a year. I wasn't making a ton while I was in college. But as a college student, twelve dollars to $15,000 while you're becoming a full-time student was still a lot for me. And I can tell you back then, I really started to get in tight with the next group. So you have to have that that person that provides for you or that nest egg. Then you got to have that mentor that holds your hand as you climb up. From the mentor, then you're going to start to need a really good peer group. And that peer group is somebody that's been doing this for years. So from 2001 to 2008, after I graduated college, I really started looking at like, this is going to be a full-time gig. I'm now out of college and I need a full-time job to support myself, to be able to live a life, to have rent and food and, and incidentals, all those fun things that you want to have in life. And at the point of 2001 to 2008, that's when I started to charge $2,500 a speech to $5,000 a speech. And by about 2008, we got the speaker fee close to about $10,000 per speech. I'm going to walk you through what the six steps, I've kind of alluded to a few of them, but over the course of this webinar, I'm going to share with you the six steps to get to six figures. But right now, I'm just kind of walking you through my journey so that you can see it didn't happen overnight. And if I had had the mentorship that I'm giving you right now and had the right people in the right place, I could have accelerated faster. You see, a big part of going far in life. It's not just about having practice and doing it again and again, because practice does not equal perfect. That is a, mis a misnomer or a myth in the industry. I want you to write this down. Perfect practice makes perfect. And you can't get perfect practice unless you have somebody outside of you looking at every little thing you're doing and saying, you know, you can work on this area. You can make this better. You know, if you try this in your marketing. And when you have a coach or a mentor, somebody that has gone before you and has the results that you're looking to have, they can help you improve and get perfect practice. So from about 2008, well, sorry, from 2001 to 2008, I think I did only about... $50,000 a year as a speaker. 
I wasn't even at the six-figure mark. And I was embarrassed by that. I felt like I had been doing this long enough that I should have more money. And if you've ever been in a place where you've kind of leveled off and you feel like, wow, I don't, any, I don't want anybody to know I leveled off, that can be really disconcerting to your nervous system. And you can feel like, yes, I go out there, I make an impact, but if people really knew how much I was struggling, they may not be as impressed by me. And I went through that phase. And I want you to know that phase, if you get there, if you're there now, don't worry. It's a part of the experience. So from about 2008 to 2015, things really started to change. They started to change for me because that's when I broke into the six-figure-a-year mark as a speaker. And you might say, well, Sean, what, what happened? Well, there was six things that were, were happening that I'm going to walk you through in a minute. But the biggest thing that happened is I up-leveled my mentors. Because not all mentors are created equal. Some mentors will get you out of the city, but they won't get you to your destination. And if you can think about it, it's like a mentor is like a booster rocket. They'll get you off the atmosphere, but that doesn't mean that they're going to be with you every step of the way until you have the next mentor show up. And that next mentor might help you go so much further and so much faster. And you need to be okay with knowing that mentors will come and go and you will upgrade and up-level your mentorship. And in 2008 is when I up-leveled my mentorship. That's when I started paying more. See, before my mentors were free, before my mentors were just kind of helping me out because they liked me and my personality. But when I got to 2008 is when I decided, that's it, I'm going to start spending the money that I'm making on people that really will take full interest in where I'm headed. And they will tell me how to get to the next level. And that's when it started to shift. And from about 2015 to 2018, that's when it exploded because of all that high-level, up-level mentoring. From 2015 to 2018 is when we started to do 400, 500, 600,000 and up a year. And that was a big change for me because let me tell you, when you start off at a place of wanting to just get $75 a speech to now you're doing $10,000, $20,000 a speech, that starts getting really exciting. And I, I'm happy to report that in 2019, we have been really dialed in with awesome mentors using these six steps that I'm going to teach you in a moment. And this month alone, in my speaking business, I've already done $85,707. Now, I don't share that to impress you. Maybe a little bit. I don't share that to show off and act like I'm so freaking cool. I share that with you because I'm letting you know that six-figure speaker a year is very doable if you follow the right steps. And if you really dial it in, you can be doing six figures a month. We're literally less than $14,000 away from having a six-figure month this year. And I can tell you, in this journey from 1994 to 2019, 
I've made a lot of mistakes. I've done a lot of things that when I look back on, I'm like, what was I thinking? And the big aspect of what you're going to learn here to becoming a six-figure speaker is you need to be okay with failing fast. You can't wallow. You can't feel like, woe is me. I can't believe I'm still struggling or can't believe I invested in this wrong idea. You have to be willing to move quickly through your pain. From 1994 to 2019, there have been many ups and downs. There have been many bad partnerships. There have been many wasted amounts of money in the wrong things for my marketing, for my publicity. I've done a lot of things that I can tell you you shouldn't do. And that's why, as a speaker trainer, I am so excited to bring to people the right steps and the turn-by-turn -turn directions so that you can actually speed it up. Because, you know, you can always make more money, but you can't go make more time. And if I could go back in time and tell myself at 1990, in 1994 what to do, I would have hit the six-figure mark so much sooner. I would have been doing six-figure a month so much sooner. See, it's about making sure that you can shave the learning curve by learning from the right people who have done what you want to be doing. So this is why in 2014, I had finally had enough. I'd seen enough speaker trainers in the market, enough people that would say that they knew what they were talking about, even though they had never gotten a $10,000 speech or more per keynote. Uh, they just spent a bunch of money on Facebook ads and made themselves a self-proclaimed uh, six-figure, seven-figure speaker. So in 2014, I had enough, and I decided that I was going to go out into the marketplace, and I was going to let people know that I would mentor them, that I would be their turn-by-turn -turn guidance system, kind of like their individual GPS. And I created something called the Standing Ovation System, which was a pilot program where I took five individuals and I charged them each at the time $4,000 each and I mentored them for 90 days. I took them through a process and I walked them through what they were going to have to do in their speaking career, how they were going to improve their speeches, how they had to uh, prepare their marketing. And in this tiny little pilot program, I fell in love with helping people improve their speeches and their, their speaking careers. And from that pilot program with only five people there was the uh, start of 10K speeches, our annual live speaker training. And we've done it every single year since 2014. And I'm actually going to play you a quick commercial from 10K speeches so that you can know what's lighting me up. Why am I so excited to get you to become a six-figure speaker? And how this excitement in 2014 has now started this whole new venture for me by teaching people how they can get to $10,000 speeches in their speaking career. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to share with you a trailer 
the one-minute trailer to this year's 10K speeches. To become a world-class speaker, you must become a world-class human. So if you're looking for a place to nurture your idea so that you can grow and get that spark for change, this is the right place to be. This sort of event defines the game. Coaching and ongoing training is going to teach you how to play it better. And you can't do it on your own. That's not how business works, is that it's all about community, it's all about people, it's all about your network. How do I actually get a speech? How do I actually get that speech? Who do I call? What do I say to them? And I'm going to help every person in this room get started with either their very first speech or their very next speech. We have the smartest and most booked, amazing speakers here to present to you their secrets and their strategies. But I'm going to tell you, none of their stuff is going to work. If you don't get the right mindset. 10K Speeches is coming up in August, and I'm going to be telling you how you can register for that if that's something of interest to you, because we have selected a brand new venue. I'm very excited. We only have spots for 50 people, and we've already sold over 30 of those spots, so we're about to close that out, and I'm super excited to have this next event. I'm going to be telling you who's going to be presenting at the event in a little bit later. But let's get back to you and your speaking career, getting to the six-figure mark. Step number one is you're going to need a mentor. I've already alluded to that. I've shared that. And you're going to have different mentors at different times in your career. And at times, you're going to have more than one mentor. You know, I think it's fascinating when people come to me and they say, well, Sean, I already have a coach. I don't know if I can work with you. I already have a coach. But the people that I know that are the most successful have different coaches in different areas for different reasons. And let me tell you, when you have the right mentor, and that mentor is somebody that has the turn-by-turn -turn directions, they've been down the road that you want to travel, it is going to have a huge impact on your career. I can tell you there was uh, three mentors in my career that stand out in my speaking career. My first mentor was a guy by the name of Jeff. And Jeff was the one that saw me as a $500 speaker, probably in that 1997 to 2001 range. And he sat in my audience and he was a fellow speaker and he, he came up to me after my speech and he said, what, are, what did you charge this school to give this talk? And I said, $500. And his jaw hit the ground. And he put his hand on my shoulder and he walked me out into the lobby. And he said, promise me you'll never do that again. And I was afraid that he meant I was charging too much. And he said, promise me from now on, you will charge at least $1,500 to do what you're doing. And it just sounded asinine, three times the amount. But he said, you are there, Sean. You have what it takes. Your competition is charging this. You need to trust me. I've been doing this for years. It's time to raise your fee. 
I was scared, but I had faith. I had faith that I saw that somebody outside of me had what I had and did what I wanted to be doing. And let me tell you that from that mentor, I moved on to, uh, in 2008, my next major speaker mentor showed up. And in 2008, I got up on stage. I was addressing this audience. Uh, and I was on the same stage with uh, Stephen Covey from Seven Habits, The Highly Effective People, Les Brown, the, His Holiness, the 14th Dalai Lama. And I got this long standing ovation and people were going nuts. And I got off stage and this second mentor showed up and said, Sean, what are you charging people for your speeches? And I said, with pride, $5,000. And he put his hand on my shoulder and he said, are you kidding me? And again, my stomach hit the floor and I thought, is it too much? And he said, Sean, promise me from this moment forward, you won't charge anything less than $10,000 a speech. And that seemed like another massive jump. It, so, it felt so uncomfortable for me to say that I was a $10,000 speaker. But the moment I made a promise to him, I never looked back. I started charging my clients $10,000 a speech. And let me tell you, the reason why I named my event 10K Speeches is because there's this invisible wall that when you start charging, and there's certain things you got to do to get to that level, but when you start charging $10,000 a speech, you're no longer looked at as the local guy or the local girl who had a little bit of success in her life or had an interesting story. No, you are seen as a pro. The moment your speaker fee surpasses the bagel budget, you're legit. <laughs> and at that $10,000 mark, that's what it was for me that I needed that mentor. And then a few years after that, I met up with another mentor. And this mentor said, Sean, what are you charging? And I was all proud and I said, $10,000. And he said, Sean, you need to be charging $40,000. And again, it's like I was, every single time this was happening, I was thinking, why do these mentors make me have to increase my fees? This is crazy. I was just getting comfortable with that. I said, Sean, you need to be charging twenty, thirty, forty thousand dollars a speech. You're on that level now. And I'm happy to report that just this month I landed my first forty thousand dollar speech. And I can tell you that it kind of gives me goosebumps because I can see back to that young kid in 1994 who was doing free speeches and the kid at 1997 who got that $75 speech. If I had told him that I was going to be doing $40,000 speeches, I wouldn't, it would have been like speaking another language to him. And that would not have been possible without mentors. You see, a mentor can take a look at you and tell you what you need to be working on to get you to the next level. Because let me tell you, you don't need many $40,000 speeches to get it to a six-figure speaking experience in a career, let alone a six figures in a month.
So I would absolutely love to be the mentor in your life. I'd love to be able to put my hand on your shoulder and walk you through what you need to be doing. Because you can't just throw out, I'm going to be a $100,000 keynote speaker. I'm going to be a $20,000 keynote speaker. If you don't have these other components dialed in, and if you don't have a mentor that can tell you when it's time and give you guidance when you stall, what needs to be done. But step one to becoming a six-figure speaker is you need a mentor. And that's why I put together my live events. That's why I have masterminds to be able to walk people through. That's why I offer one-on-one coaching because I want to be able to be that for you. Step two of becoming a six-figure speaker. You need a website. That might sound like, duh, but it's so true. You need a website where people can learn about what you do. They can learn about your speeches. They can learn about, they can see photographs of you on a stage. You're going to need to put together a website. And I don't think you're going to need to spend a ton of money. I think with all the things that are out there with WordPress and and all the inexpensive options to put together a website, you don't have to do what I did in 1997. In 1997, you couldn't easily just build a website. You had to know everything and you had to be able to learn HTML code. I still can dream about HTML coding because I... I worked with somebody and we built my very first website and, and it would be like uh, uh, putting everything in bold and then you'd have to put out where the photo's gonna go by knowing the actual coordinates on the screen. It was so difficult. And now for free, you can easily put together a website. But you need that mentor and you need that website. And on that website, you're going to need to have a couple of things. You're gonna need to have contact information. They need to be able to reach you. Now, some of this might sound really fundamental, but hang with me because all these things combined are very important. So you're going to need to have that website with the contact information. You're going to need to have photographs of you on a stage. It's very important that people can visualize you as a speaker. And you might say, hey, well, Sean, I don't have pictures of me on a stage, and that's where you're going to have to get creative. There's all kinds of ways that you can go about it. You can get a photographer to set up a stage in your house with lights and a curtain and and make it look legit as possible, or you can start getting small free speeches and get photographed at that free speech, but you're going to need a website with pictures of you on a stage. And on that website, you're also going to need testimonials people who have seen you speak or can vouch for your character about your message or what you've done, your credibility. You're going to need to have that website that has the photographs, that has the testimonials, that has the contact information. Now there's different opinions on whether or not you should publicize your speaker fee on your website. For a long time, I've I've gone back and forth on this. Sometimes we decide we are going to put the fee and sometimes we say, no, we're going to make them contact us so we can get into a dialogue. You know, there is a, a great statement as a speaker and not everybody's going to agree with me on this, but I believe it's true is when somebody is contacting you to see if they're going to use you as a speaker, 
you can ask this one simple question. What is your speaker budget? And they might say, oh, well, we don't have a speaker budget. And so then you now get into a dialogue of, well, I don't do free speeches, but I would be willing to waive my fee if you have a professional photographer there to take photographs of me. And that's when you start to trade different resources because it's important for you to get lots of photographs of you on stages. So you need that mentor, you need that website, but you're also gonna need the video. And the video is so important. In the beginning, my very first speaker video was my dad sitting in the back of a gymnasium with a handy cam. We didn't even have the money for a tripod, so it was a very shaky video. I don't recommend that, especially with how easy it is nowadays to just pull out a phone and record something. But what I think is important is if you're going to put this video onto social media, you're going to put it onto your website to sell you as a speaker, you want a quality video. You want to make sure that you have a video with more than one camera angle. Maybe one camera angle is from the back straight on and zoomed in to get your face or from the torso up. Another camera that's a wide angle, so in the back of the room showing the entire audience from behind and, and can see you pace back and forth. And if possible, maybe even a third camera that's on the side to get the audience reaction. And then you want to be able to have it all edited together and condensed. You know, I think it's important to have this video on the website to be less than five minutes. It, you just want to get an idea or a taste of what kind of speaker you are, what your story is, what you're teaching. And there are different opinions. There will be some people that will say, I disagree, Sean. You should put your entire one-hour talk onto your website. And that's one opinion. And that will work for some. And others will say, you know what? I think it should be snappy and it should be filled with all kinds of testimonials. Look, the video will be debated for years about what you should put on your website. And if you go to speaker conferences and you talk to speaker coaches, they're going to give you multiple different opinions. But I'll tell you this, they will all agree on one thing, and that's that you need a video. To get to be a six-figure speaker, you need that mentor, you need that website, you need that video. Because that video is amazing at selling you when you can't be there to talk to them live. So what's the fourth step? Well, the fourth step is you got to have a phenomenal speech. A phenomenal speech that is crafted. And let me tell you, there's so many different elements and aspects to a talk. You know, I do this event in August and what we do is we build out, we show you what are all the components that you need to have in a talk that is worth $10,000 to a company or an association or an organization. And you need somebody that can work with you on developing that message, developing in a way that's compelling. You see, in order for a speech to be really good, it needs to do three major things. It needs to make people laugh. And when you make people laugh, 
It helps remove their anxiety. It helps to release the tension in their body. You need to be able to make people cry. Now, some people don't understand why. They think, Sean, that's kind of mean. Why would you want to make somebody cry? Because listen, humans hold on to a lot of grief, a lot of hurt, a lot of suffering, a lot of struggle. And when you're able to tell a story that can help them to squeeze some of that out through their eyes, that's not a bad thing. I think really good movies make us laugh and make us cry. And what's important about crying and making somebody cry in your speech is it's like one of those super bouncy balls. You know, let's imagine this is a bouncy ball. How do I get it to bounce high? By throwing it down hard. You know, by when you take somebody and you tell them a very serious and, and sad story, they hit the bottom and then they bounce up higher and they, if you do it right, they can leave even higher than when you found them. Even better, more joyful, more ecstatic if you know how to take them on that journey. You need a phenomenal speech. A phenomenal speech isn't just about the content, but it's also about the delivery. You need to be able to tell it in a way that's very compelling, that gets people to the edge of their seat, listening and taking notes and really, truly enamored with you. You know you have a phenomenal speech if everybody puts their life on pause and just enjoys the painting that you're, pick, that you're painting for them in their mind. So you wanna make them laugh. You wanna make them cry. And the last thing is you want them to rethink their life. What can you share with them that is gonna make them rethink how they do things? Either rethink how they're parenting, or rethink exercise, or rethink their diet, or rethink marketing, or rethink putting together standing operating procedures, right? <laughs> or rethink quality of life or rethink meditation. If you can get a human to rethink something, like, wow, I guess there was a lot more to it than I thought. If you can get somebody to see that there was more to it and that there's a better way of doing it, you could get them to rethink their life or rethink a topic. Those three things, laughing, crying, and rethinking their topic or their life, that is a phenomenal speech. And if you do it in a way that has got a beautiful set of delivery where people are completely enamored and they're into it, that's when they jump to their feet and give you a standing ovation. So we got this mentor, right? To help you with the turn-by-turn -turn guides. You've got your website. You've built out your video. You've got this phenomenal speech. The fifth thing, and this is the one people don't like to talk about, because they like, oh, I want to help everybody, Sean. Well, when you help everybody, you end up helping nobody. When you aren't clear on who you're going after, you get no one. You know, people see me now speaking and they're like, oh, Sean, you're amazing. You're up on that stage and you're speaking to all ages and all races and, and you're able to reach all these people and your videos have reached hundreds of millions of people. I want to be able to do that. But they're forgetting something. They're forgetting that from 1994 to about 2008, 
I was in one niche, education. I spoke to grade schools, junior highs, high schools, and colleges. From 1994 to 2008, I stayed in my lane of speaking in the education market. And that's not sexy, is it? Oh, well, I don't want to stay in one lane. I want to be able to swim around the whole pool. Okay, maybe that'll work for you. The way I got to where I am today is I stayed in my lane until I made such a splash and so many people said, hey, Sean, you know, we would really like you in our lane. It wasn't until I really mastered my craft, I really dialed in my speech, I really dialed in my marketing that I was able to reach out to other organizations, other industries. And so that's why the fifth one is you have to know your niche and industry. Who do you want to speak to? Who do you want to work with? Who do you want to be paid by? Because if you try to tell me you want to speak to everybody, I know that your rookie amateur thinking is going to cause you not to make any money. I think, you know, one of my mentors says, you got to figure out who do you want to be a hero to? I like to change it a little bit. I like to say, who do you want to be a guide for? What tribe do you want to guide? Do you want to work with single moms? Do you want to work with uh, people in the tech industry? Do you want to work with lawyers? Do you want to work with doctors, chiropractors? Do you want to speak exclusively to coaches? Who do you want to work with? You know, in the last, since 2014, I've really been going back into a niche. And that is working with people who want to become speakers. Isn't it interesting now that I've returned to picking a niche again? And it makes a massive impact. When you know who you are wanting to work with and who you are wanting to help, you can really dial in your voice. You can really dial in your messaging. You can really dial in your marketing. Because now when you are writing to that person that is going to hire you, going to work with you, going to buy your books or your coaching or whatever it is you're bringing to the marketplace, when you're dialed in, that person's antenna goes up and says, ah, they get me. And I want to be clear that if you go to a general doctor who knows everything about the body, that's fine if you have something minor like a sore throat. But if you have something major going on with your body, you want to go to a specialist. You want to go to somebody who spends their career, their time, their energy, all their reading, all of their, you know, uh, logged hours of training is in that one area. And that's the power, is the six-figure speaker knows who their audience is. I've been working on this for many years, and I can tell you, I have loved the ability to know who I'm talking to in my marketing. You've got to know your niche in your industry. And the sixth thing in our six-figure speaker model is you got to have a tribe. you got to have a tribe that you're in. 
I'm not talking about the tribe that you're speaking, not the niche industry. I mean your own tribe. You have to have a group of people that are doing what you're doing. In other words, you need to make friends with your competition. You need to be surrounding yourself with people who are making money doing what you're doing. And you need to befriend them. And you need to be able to refer business to them. And hopefully they refer business back to you. You know, I have a, uh, a group of three friends that I've been friends with since, oh man, I think it must be 2004 now. And they're called my trio. And the trio is uh, Susan Leahy and Peter Billigus and myself. And the three of us were the start of this tribe of professional speakers that were going out into the education market at the time. Now we've all, you know, gone on to do other niches, but we all met in our niche of education. And we all supported each other. We had to have that community. You have to have people around you that are doing what you want to be doing and that what you're actually making money at. And here's why. Because in the business of speaking, they're not always going to bring you back every single year to the school, the company, the conference, the organization. And what's amazing is if you have the right tribe, you can go to the event planner and say, hey, I know you guys aren't going to probably bring me back for the next two to three years, but are you looking for some recommendations? I have helped Susan and Peter make a lot of money over the years because I referred business to them and they've made me money and exposure over the years. In fact, I was responsible for getting Peter Billigus his largest speaker fee. He got a $42,000 speaker for it. He broke my record as a, a higher keynote fee than I have had because we were in the same tribe. And that's why I run these live events called 10K speeches every year because I realize not only does somebody need a, a guide, that mentor, which I would like to be me, but they also need their tribe. They need to be having, they need to be spending time with people that are doing what they're doing. They need to be able to learn things about, hey, how did that work with when you put together your brochure? Or hey, how did that work when you put together that business card? Or hey, when you did that Facebook ad, how did that convert? Or hey, when you published your first book, did you go with self-published or did you go with a regular publisher? You went with a regular publisher? Did you get a, a literary agent or did you go shop that alone? You have to have people around you in your tribe that are doing what you're doing. Because in most jobs, in most traditional careers, you go to work. And you go to work at a building. And at that building, you might be in a cubicle or you might be in an office and your colleagues are around you and you talk to them at lunch and you talk to them at the water cooler and you talk to them in the bathroom. But as a speaker, that's not there. You have to go seek that out. You have to go create that tribe. And that's why I've created this 10K Speeches tribe because my goal here is to get you connected to people that are like-minded and doing the things you want to be doing. And so I'm going to actually play for you another trailer. We have another trailer for 10K speeches this year. And I'm going to tell you how you can attend and be a part of our tribe this summer. Here we go.
If I do everything in my power to help you achieve what you want, say yes. The reason you guys are here is you're learning how to move an audience. You're learning how to make them cry. You're learning how to make them laugh with a message that you're crafting through Sean's learnings and all these other speakers. Right? And I have no doubt in my mind that by the end of this, you guys are going to be able to create badass speeches. If you are wanting an absolute, complete package of understanding and the tools you need to succeed and the tools you need to be able to help other people, you must take the time, invest in yourself, and come to 10 Face Speeches. Tactical information, which I think is obviously important when you're looking at becoming a speaker and trying to enhance those skills. And then also the heart component. And my biggest kind of takeaway is that in order to be an incredible speaker, you have to be an incredible human first. And so if you're looking for a place to nurture your ideas so that you can grow and get that spark for change, this is the right place to be. All right. So I'm going to tell you how you can be a part of our tribe how you can get mentorship from me because like I said, these six steps of having a mentor, having this website, putting together that video, building out that speech, figuring out what is your niche and in industry and how do they bring in speakers and then building that tribe around you, all of that is gonna be shared and all that is gonna be possible at 10K speeches this summer in August. So I'm gonna give you a website that you can go to reserve your ticket. Because like I said, we only have 50 spots in this venue and we've already sold over 30 of them. So here's what we're gonna do. I'm gonna give you this website. You are going to go to 10kspeeches.com and you can learn all about the event. And all right, so we got some questions here. So yeah. how often do you create new speeches? <sighs> Well, you're going to be, your speeches are going to evolve over time. And some people get really serious and they're like, I have five different speeches, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, whatever. In the end, they're probably going with one and they're picking one that they know has got a certain track record. And I look at building out your speeches as it evolves over time. As you evolve, your speeches evolve. So your stories, you know, at some point you start retiring stories that you're tired of telling. And sometimes you might have new exciting things that you want to be sharing, either uh, stories or data that you want to be building out for your audience that's brand new to the scene and you want to be able to trade it out. So I think of this more as modules that get upgraded as opposed to the entire speech being thrown out and starting over. So how often do I create a new speech? I'd probably create new modules. Maybe every three to four years, I start swapping out modules. And then I just like to hone and define those and spend a good four to five years getting that speech really dialed in. What is the difference between your mastermind group and the 10K training? So the 10K training, you have to go through before you can be in the mastermind. Uh, you have to go through and get the 10K speeches training first because you got to learn all the little steps before I uh, will take you and, and go through a six months to a year long program with you. I got to make sure that you, you have the basics dialed in first. And there's a big difference in the cost. That makes a big difference too, is the amount of time, attention, and the investment on your end. Will the 19K conference help narrow down our niche? Uh, I, I think you mean 10K. 
<laughs> uh, I have a few areas uh, to niche, not sure which is the best start. Yes, so at the event, we will be bringing in experts. In fact, I was going to uh, talk to you a little bit about who is speaking this year at 10K. We have uh, five different speakers besides myself. Actually, I think it's a little bit more than that. Uh, and some of the speakers are in the niches of uh, publicity, some are marketing experts, uh, some are sales experts, and in each of these experts' uh, speeches, they will be talking about picking your niche, what niches are out there, how do you go after certain niches, because they will have different marketing channels and different ways to bring in speakers. And all of that will be covered by our guest speakers as well as myself. Uh, we have an incredible lineup. I, I bring in some speakers that I've been hoping for years would come in and speak, and I'm excited that they have all said yes. So that's something fun. All right, question. Do you suggest this event to people who are still at zero of experience in both business and speaking? Yes, absolutely. Um, the mastermind level is you need more than zero experience. You need to be further along in your career. Uh, but at the 10K speeches level, this is a great introduction to uh, speaking. We do have a lot of people in the audience that have already been, you know, at that one to three level of speaking. But many people are coming in with zero level of experience and they're learning and seeing if speaking is really something that is the right fit for them. So yes, it is a great event to start off your journey as a speaker. All right, so make sure to reserve your spots so that you get that last uh, set of seats at 10K Speeches this summer, August 1st through the 4th in Scottsdale, Arizona. If you wanna read more about what the event is, go to 10kspeeches.com. All right. Thank you so much for your time, your attention. Thanks so much for listening. Make sure to subscribe to The Lucrative Society on iTunes. And please leave a review of the podcast. Visit lucra.com for transcripts and resources or to become a member of The Lucrative Society where I coach purpose-based entrepreneurs on business, mindset, and heartset. Lucra, where wealth equals well-being.